The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Smooth sailing for the good ship clip. Welcome in the beginning of another edition, even on a Memorial Day. We're doing it live, unless we're not, of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air. Do it live. Everywhere. We're doing it live. As we have an axe to grind, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the flight deck as we soar on the red eye all night long, hanging out here at the Fox Sports Radio studios. Hope you're having a great holiday weekend, and we are at it again. I'm a glutton for punishment, but uh, here we are. Banking the comp day, as we say. But I'm the only one. I'm the only one. We have uh, the B squad. But I'm part of the B squad, really, doing the overnight. So we got uh, a new cast of characters. We'll say hello to them in a couple. But our lead this hour, and it'll be an NBA-heavy show. I'm warning you in advance. An NBA-heavy show. Not all NBA. We'll mix it up a little bit. But the lead does come from Pro Bouncy Ball. The last game of the playoff Sunday card, the Dallas Mavericks, more like the Mavericks, against the people's team, the Clippers, and a win for the unwashed, uh, squaring off pivotal game four opening round series. This 
would have the pendulum either swing in favor of Dallas, they'd have a 3-1 to one series lead, or go back to the Clippers even up. If you did not watch, maybe you actually had things going on with family and friends and things like that. Maybe you missed it. I, I watched it for you. I watched it so you didn't have to. You didn't miss much. The Clippers leading by as many as 28, polaxing the Mavericks 106-81 to 81 beat down. You hate to see it. Kawhi Leonard painting a masterpiece 29 points, 10 rebounds. He had a couple of assists. I think he had three of them. So the series is 2-2, and the doom and gloom, and the the trolls have crawled behind the refrigerator. They're hiding again. The Clippers getting back on the horse, and they now have home court advantage again. So let us discuss the better story in the losing locker room. How concerned should the Mavericks be? After back-to-back home games where they end up wearing the dunce cap, weak in the knees is the way you have to analyze the Mavericks. So I've got Glass Slipper, Hornet's Nest, and Orchestra. And we will tie all of these things together and we'll ring the bell. I get it. We're ringing the bell. Now, A, the, the Mavericks, being an objective observer of the NBA, they wasted what Are were a sure couple of fluke wins in L.A. Right? Let's be honest here. We, we mentioned it. The game was tied up with a couple minutes to go in, the, in game one. Uh, some, some backup guys, secondary actors made some shots for Dallas. They won that game. Game two was a four-point game in the final couple of minutes. And again, a secondary player made a big shot. And now all of a sudden, the Mavericks, all that goodwill... Now they're back on being on the, the brink of disaster. So, well, it's a 2-2 series. Well, come on. The, the Clippers were the ones swimming against the tide. They were uh, confident that they would turn things around. I, I figured the same thing based on watching and seeing what had happened the first two games. It wasn't exactly like the, the Dallas Mavericks looked like they, the all-world, you can't beat that type of team. Uh, and so they went to Dallas, and they did exactly what we hoped they would do here. The Mavericks, uh, they were the ones who had the smoke and mirrors the first two games. And just to highlight that, and I, I put this out on social media at the end of the, the week, uh, you had supporting actors who were winning Academy Awards for imitating headliners. I'm talking about Tim Hardaway Jr. in particular. This guy was shooting 59% from the floor almost 65% on the money ball over the first two games. He's a career 43% shooter, 36 from three-point range. So he was playing above his weight class. He was fighting above his weight class. And the Maverick players, other than Luka, were shooting 54% from three-point range. Now we... It on these airwaves, the regression to the mean has taken place. Tim Hardaway Jr., the glass slipper, has broken. Last two games, he's shooting 22.7% from the floor. And the Maverick backups from three-point range, other than Luka, the last two games, back to a very workable 34% from three-point range. So the three-point shot's not going in at a 55% clip. They're going in at a 34% clip. And it's amazing how the the book has been rewritten here after the first two chapters. Now, part B of this, the Clippers cannot play much better than they did against the Mavericks in the game on Sunday. That was a basketball clinic. And Kawhi Leonard, he was on bucket duty. Now, what does that mean? He was out there with a mop and a bucket and was mopping the floor back and forth with Dallas. What a demoralizing effort. Now, we're on the radio in Dallas, and I, you know, I had some Mav fans talking trash, busting my balls, and I didn't hear a lot of that. I heard a lot of excuses. Oh, this guy's hurt. That guy's hurt. It's not fair. Yeah. This is a myth-buster situation, right? There, there is no such thing as momentum. That's the first myth that's been busted yet again. And home court advantage. Wee! Now, what's my evidence? This series is my evidence. Dallas... Up 2-0 in this series. They win both games in L.A. They, they had a 30-11 lead in Game 3. 30-11. A 19-point lead at home with those ravenous Dallas fans. The Clippers were facing a standing eight count. The referee was like, they're a little wobbly. Maybe I should stop the fight. But 
What happened to Uncle Mo? What happened? To, what, there's no such thing as Uncle Mo? I guess not. Because as the old saying goes, you prod the hornet's nest, you better be prepared to get stung. And that's exactly what happened. The Mavericks were prodding the hornet's, hornet's nest and they got stung. Since that moment, the Acme cartoon anvil dropping on top of the Mavericks and Dallas has been eviscerated. This is a curb stopping is what it is. The Clippers have outscored them by 54 points on their own home court. How humiliating is that? Kawhi Leonard going turbo time. The claw proving. Now, again, if he wins the championship this year with the Clippers, we think he will. He will trump LeBron James. Kawhi Leonard will trump LeBron. A championship with Toronto and the Clippers is better than anything LeBron has done. His total body of work. That's what's on the line for Kawhi Leonard. But the last two games, 65 points, 18 rebounds. He has shot 75% from the floor. 75% from the floor for Kawhi Leonard the last two games on the road in that hostile environment. Oh, my. How did he do it? All right, last word here. So my guys in Dallas are playing up the fact that Luka Doncic is not healthy. It's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. He's got a nerve issue in his neck. So let's go to the orchestra and play the world's smallest violin for Luka Doncic because it is a real sob story. My heart bleeds for you. Yes. Just tragic that Luca, for the second consecutive year has come up lame against the people's team with some injury it's very difficult when you're, you're in you know your end of your career you're in your late 30s like Luca, and you've played 20 years in the NBA and your body's just falling apart what oh that's right he's 22 years old I guess he's made out of pudding I wonder what flavor pudding my God, it's always something with this guy, right? Two years in a row. Oh, last year was this thing. Now this. Uh, this year he's got the nerve issue. Now in terms of this series, now it's obviously it's 2-2. Two, two, so it's, it's a best of three situation. The Clippers have home court. There is no such thing as home court. The chessboard is now on the side of Rick Carla. Now we, we question you know, Uncle Dennis, the, the coach and proxy, uh, along with Kawhi and Ty Lue and – well, they proved themselves. They showed up. They had the right strategy here. They made a few rotation adjustments, and ta-da! They've won the last two games. So now it's on Dallas's side. Now Dallas has to use that chessboard, and they've got to come up with the right move and figure out what the Clippers are doing here. But right now, the Clippers have the cheat code to the Matrix. Open sesame. Uh, and so it's the Mavericks turn. They, they need to find some of that pixie dust to get those bums around Luka, Tim Hardaway Jr., and those other stiffs to start making it rain again. Uh, I would advise you not to hold your breath. I would advise you not to hold your breath because uh, I see very little evidence that that's going to happen. Uh, but we will, we will find out if there's another twist and turn in this particular uh, situation. Uh, now, we do have some uh, post-game reaction, and uh, Rick Carlisle, the coach of the Mavericks, uh, here's Rick Carlisle pointing out that he's trying to look at the glass as half full. As badly as it went, I saw a lot of positives in the game. <laughs> I was trying to do the right thing. A very poor shooting night and had some good looks. You know, we've got to work at defending better. That's obvious. And... Uh, that's where it's at. It's pretty simple. You know, it's, it's a really a matchup-based series. And I just feel like we just got to work to get more traction defensively. That's, that's really the, the main focus for us. Yeah, I agree. There were a lot of positives. A lot of positives uh, for the Mavericks. A lot to build on. Uh, I, I, in fact, I got to tell you, I, I think we need two more performances like that. I think we need two more performances. The Clippers shot almost 50%. Uh, against the Mavericks, and Dallas shot less than 35%. I think there are a lot of positives out there. That's a solid performance. Clippers dominated the rebounding total, uh, they just kicked the snot out of them there. So there's a lot to build on there if you're Rick Carlisle. That's a good loss. Uh, here's Luka Doncic. Now you hear the question and the answer here as, yet again, we've got a little violin out because poor Luka can't stay healthy in a playoff series. Where have we seen this before? And he did point out that he sucked at a time you cannot suck. 
How was your was your neck and your arm feeling tonight? We could see you kind of grabbing it. How are you feeling? Certain points, but oh. how much did you really have to be fighting through, and how did that feel? I don't think that matter right now. Uh, we lost by you know, 20. And, you know, uh, injuries are part of the basketball, but I was 100%. Uh, so, but I played terrible, so we just got to move on to the next one. You got all the NBA media. They're like, they are working. Luka's the legend, right? The first two games were slobber, slobber, lick, lick all over Luka, right? They, they couldn't get, out and get enough. It was X-rated, the media coverage for Luka Doncic uh, after the first two games. That was the story, right? That's the narrative. And now he's, he's sucked at a time he cannot suck. And so the NBA is making excuses. What's wrong, Luka? Oh, please help us. Uh, tell us what's wrong. Can we massage you, Luka? Oh, my God. So pathetic. Uh, here's Ty Lue, the coach and proxy of the people's team, on uh, Kawhi Leonard. Playoff Kawhi. Guy shot 75% the last two games in Dallas. Hostile environment. My big fat ass. Here's uh, Ty Lue on Kawhi. On both ends of the floor, I think rebounding the basketball, you know, really attacking, you know. Um, I think through the course of the season, he coasts, you know, sometimes just, you know, preparing and getting ready for this moment. But the pace and the, the speed he's playing with is, is uh, what we need. It's unbelievable. Like attacking the basket, you know, we want to continue to keep doing that. You know, we still got some work to do, um, but I like the, the direction we're trending in. Yeah. Okay, there you go. There, so there's a Ty Lue, and that's the game in a nutshell. A transcendent player, and he's a clipper. A pillar of the clipper nation right there. The great... Kawhi Leonard. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. It is a holiday. Who the hell knows who's listening? Why would you listen to the radio? It's Memorial Day weekend. Shouldn't you be doing something? But I'm here, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens on the phones. Always dangerous. It is a call-based show, though. It's a call-and-talk radio show. There's not many of these left. The last in the Mohegans. So if you'd like to call in, you got nothing else going on. You're by yourself, whatever's going on. Maybe you're working like I am. You can join the conversation. The lines are open for business at 877-99 on Fox. If you like numbers better than letters, that's 877-996-6369. 877-996-6369. You can give me real-time feedback. A lot of the P1s love to review the Maller monologues, you can do that on Twitter, at Ben Maller. I thought the Lakers looked pretty good against the Suns. I understand the excitement. I, of course, I was if I was Roberto or Coop, I wouldn't show up either after that performance. I'd hide my head in the sand. I saw, is, son. I saw. Which is what they're doing there. Thank God. I think both of them actually are massaging the leg of Anthony Davis. That's why they're not here. 24-7, around the clock. Uh, they're, they're taking turns, right? They're taking turns and trying to make sure he's all right. Of course, uh, Anthony, boy, boy, it's really weird that, to see him get hurt. That's another Ooh. odd one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just surprising. I mean, who, who could have thought that would happen? Not many people. Not many people could have thought that would happen. Tough break for the Lakers. I mean, you really you – know, the guy was there all year, Anthony Davis. It's uh, really surprising. But the worst time he would get hurt. Uh, 877-996-6369 if you would like to be part. Rhythmic chanting happens yet again. You know I'm addicted to this rhythmic chanting. We'll get to that and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Maller here. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players to choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code MALLER. The new customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code MALLER only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Sun shining bright, but not for the other team. Welcome in the beginning of yet another hour of the Ben Maller Show. Even on a Memorial Day, we are in the air everywhere as we talk with an iron mic, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from inside your eardrums, providing marginal sports talk radio all night long from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Good to have you hanging out with us. Hopefully we'll help the time go by quicker here on this holiday weekend. But our lead this hour coming from... The injury tent, if you will. The playoffs continuing on Sunday. We saw DeAndre Ayton put in 14 points, 17 rebounds as Phoenix gets an easy 192 win over the Lakers. The bubble champs in game four of the opening round Western Conference playoff uh, series. They're not in the bubble anymore. I remember the, the the famous line in the Wizard of Oz, you're not in Kansas anymore. You're not in the bubble anymore. The Miami Heat have already been eliminated, and the Lakers look like they're going to follow the Heat out of the playoffs in the first round. Now, Phoenix has regained the home court advantage. How about that plot twist? The Lakers had an early 11-point lead. They were high-stepping, strutting, pumping their chest out, doing the, the walk like a peacock. And then they ended up trailing by as many as 18 points in the second half. But the game itself takes a backseat to the subplot. It's always about the subplot. In the drama-o-rama 
of the NBA. It's always about the subplot, and the subplot in this one involves the unibrow. Did you see? Maybe not. Maybe you were out doing stuff. The better story in the losing locker room, Anthony Davis. You're not going to believe this. This is a shocker. All right, this is one of the things you never expect. That's why we watch sports, to see things we could not possibly imagine happening. Like Anthony Davis straining his groin and being unable to play in the second half of the game on Sunday for the Lakers. You just would not in your wildest of dreams imagine such a scenario would have played out. Now, he's under constant evaluation, and he is not a go right now for Game 5 at Phoenix on Tuesday night. That, according to Frank Vogel, after the game, let us discuss the question. With Anthony Davis looking like he's on the shelf, at least for game five and probably longer than that, how much trouble are the Lakers in? So we will use the Maller scale of trouble. One to ten, with ten being the worst of the worst, the Lakers are at an 8.5. I can pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. An 8.5 out of 10 on the Maller scale of trouble. Now, it would be higher, but the Suns have Chris Paul. And I don't trust him, even though he's uh, he played better on Sunday. I still don't trust the guy. And he's also, as always, hurt. So my observations, you've got Cardboard, Benjamin Franklin, and the Magic 8-Ball. And we will lock all of these things uh, together. Now, number one. Number one. Anthony Davis is living up to expectations. And that is something we cannot say about many professional athletes. We must tip the cap and the headphones uh, to Anthony Davis because we figured that having to play outside the bubble, he would have some issues. And here we are. Ta-da! Anthony Davis, the... The glass man of the NBA. Come on down, Anthony Davis. Come on down. Living up to his reputation that precedes him. Wow. Now, there's a saying in sports that wow. on, on the back of your, your cardboard basketball card, it's what's, what matters, right? Now, we, we know that the unibrow is injury-prone, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, and, and there has been that saying that whatever athletes are known for on the back of the cardboard, you will eventually get by the time the season ends, which is good and bad. In this case, it's Anthony Davis is the human embodiment of Humpty Dumpty in the sporting world. He is not delivered on that promise yet again. The side of Anthony Davis limping off the court. It has happened one more time. Now, secondly, most of Anthony Davis's regular season issues, he said many of them, but just this year recently were because his right leg was messed up, right? His right leg had this, that, and the other thing. He had a uh, abductor strain. You can look that up on the medical websites. Now, he has had groin strains on his left side in uh, seasons gone by, previous years. And every time he's had a groin strain, Anthony Davis, he has missed at least one game every single time. So it's hard to imagine that he would play in the game five situation. Now, the Lakers are trying to be positive. They're claiming that Anthony Davis is day-to-day. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. Uh, Aren't we all day-to-day? Now, Anthony Davis's status for game five is said to be, quote, unclear, that according to Woj and the insiders who simultaneously got the same text from some Laker insider. Now, according to the internet, and the internet's never wrong, WebMD, where I get all my medical information, they say the severity of Anthony Davis's groin injury will be the thing that matters most, which is kind of obvious. Is it a grade one or a grade two? Neither scenario is a positive scenario. If it's a, uh, the worst case scenario would say grade two which means the timeline for a typical human being to come back from a grade two strain, three to six weeks to fully heal. Three to six weeks to fully heal. What if it's only a grade one strain? That's the the best case scenario. Well, that would mean that Anthony Davis would need at least one to two weeks of rest. And the way the Lakers played in the second half without Anthony Davis, 
you would say he's going to get much more than one to two weeks of rest. He will have an entire offseason to rest up. And with Anthony Davis's reputation having preceded him, you can bet the over on any timeline. Hey, he's soft, all right? Let's call it like it is. The idea that he's going to bounce back right away is farcical, right? It's far-fetched. This injury is going to sink the battleship of the Lakers. It's going to haunt them like a phantom. Uh, Davis has consistently and reliably been the guy you know is going to get hurt, right? He runs the full spectrum of the injury chart. We have highlighted this in the past. You go to the medical websites that chronicle the injuries, and Anthony Davis, it's like war and peace all the injuries that he's picked up over the years. And it was the, the late, great Benjamin Franklin, one of the forefathers of America, who said in this wild, you know, in, in this wild world, nothing is certain except death and taxes and the unibrow being soft. I think he, he foreshadowed that. I mean, think about that. He knew that Anthony Davis was going to be injury prone, and he, he died in the 1700s. That's a shocking prediction by Benjamin Franklin. Now, final point here. So we have the ingredients. We have the ingredients that would make a a recipe for disaster for the Lakers, right? As a distant relative of Nostradamus and friend of Nostradamus, we had a hunch that this outcome was on the horizon. Uh, Anthony Davis, a volcano ready to erupt with hot lava and the kind of lava that just burns the flesh, right? Those lava lakes have started to form. And even when he comes back, should he come back and attempt to play, you know what that means? It's only a matter of time for the next breakfast cereal to pop up, snap, crackle, pop. Now, LeBron James is talking the good talk there, and he said if AD is out for Game 5, he'll be ready to carry the Lakers. He said, these shoulders were built for a reason. Okay. I'm sure that's the case, right? I'm sure that's the case. Well, why don't we ask the Magic 8-Ball? Magic 8-Ball, is LeBron James ready to carry the Lakers on his shoulders? And the Magic 8-Ball says, don't count on it. Yeah, don't count on it. Don't count. LeBron James is past his prime. And now look at the numbers to the untrained eye, to the neophyte. They'll say, well, LeBron looked fine. It's not his fault the Lakers lost. It's never his fault, right? But then you dig a little bit deeper and you understand the quagmire that the Lakers find themselves in. Because LeBron, to the layman, he shot 10 of 21 from the floor. Not that bad. However, this was a Ben Simmons or Russell Westbrook-type performance by LeBron James, 10 of 21, but LeBron around the rim was 9 of 11 from the floor, right at the rim, those power dunks, layups, 9 of 11. LeBron outside of 3 feet from the basket. So outside of 3 feet from the basket, LeBron took 10 shots and made one of them. He was 1 out of 10 from outside 3 feet from the basket, which bodes well, assuming that Phoenix can make LeBron shoot jump shots. He's not very good at that at this point. And so if, if Phoenix is able to succeed in that, uh, in that department and keep LeBron outside of the painted area within three, four, five feet of the basket, then they're in really good shape. Now, as I have said about other series, I don't believe in home court advantage. I don't think that really exists. That's a myth that people like to bring up, but the the glass is half full for the Suns. It is currently cracked and dripping water while it is half empty for the Lakers. And that is the reality of the situation. Uh, Let's hear, though, from some of the key participants. Frank Vogel, who is in air quotes the coach of the Lakers. We know LeBron is actually the coach and proxy but here is uh, Frank Vogel here uh, commenting on the situation with LeBron and the plan to get him the ball more with Anthony Davis looking like he's not going to play you know when I competed against the Miami Heat and uh, either Wade or Bosch was out and there was more touches for Bron that wasn't always necessarily a good thing 
for, for my, my Pacers teams. You know, it's just going to be more opportunity for Braun. And, you know, obviously uh, we need other guys to step up. Not, not one other guy, but everybody. Yeah, good luck on that. You got some real dogs with fleas on that Laker team. Uh, here's Monty Williams. Monty, keep in mind, this guy could have had the Laker job, didn't want to deal with LeBron's bull crap. He didn't turn the Lakers down, took the Phoenix job. Here's Monty Williams uh, commenting on the Suns, and you know there was some some funny business going on there. And then, you know, is it dirty? Is is this team dirty? Is that team dirty? Blah 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 blah. Some saying the Suns are the dirty team. Here's Monty defending his uh, his team. And I, I imagine he's going to say they are not dirty, but it'd be fun if he said they were dirty. I'll never respond to narratives because that's what they are. Uh, we know the kinds of guys that we brought in. We know the kind of people and the integrity of our players and our organization. And we're not going to field any questions or even give it any attention when people say that kind of stuff, those kinds of things about us. I'll go with these guys anywhere and defend who they are as people. See, the, the way that I would have answered that, I was advising Monty, would be like, um, yeah, yeah, here's the deal. We've got some guys that don't just roll over and get in the fetal position. And there's, there's a reason when you look at the Suns, uh, the, the guys they brought in, and mainly it's, it's Jay Crowder, right? That's the main guy that people are upset with. Uh, you know, there's a couple, couple players on that team, but wherever Jay Crowder goes, there's a reputation that follows him, and they, they needed him to be that uh, annoyance, right? To be the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? To, to be the mosquito, right? You're going to knock the mosquito away here. and you, To be that, that particular kind of player. And he's been that. He's not a very good player, by the way. Right? He's not. Uh, and, but he, that's his role. His role is to be an, an agitator, to be the mosquito and to annoy. And he's very good at that. He's like, it makes you itchy and scratchy. It's like the itchy and scratchy show when he's out there playing. All right, uh, one more and only one more soundbite. Yeah, this here from uh, LeBron. LeBron uh, LeBron loves to talk about LeBron. And so with Anthony Davis looking like he ain't going to play in game five, here's LeBron commenting about LeBron. His next man up, and obviously, um, if he's not ready for game five, it's going to be a tough blow for our ball club. But, you know, next man up. And uh, we've been like that all year. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to be like that in a hostile environment in game five. Hostile environment. Do we have the one where he talked about how, how big his shoulders were and all that? Do we have that? I don't know if we have that one. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show as we press on here. And we take your phone calls. If you'd like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We have an artistic mistake, an artistic mistake. We'll get to that. But right now, we'll uh, take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. The artistic mistake in an NFL coach turned professional wrestler, kind of. We'll get to it. We'll do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Park for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. NBA fans do the darndest things, episode four. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we talk behind the eight ball, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the court, the court of public opinion, the Fox Sports Radio studio. So we are back at it. Our lead this hour coming from Pro Bouncy Ball, the Eastern Conference opening round matchup, game number four in Boston, where Kevin Durant sizzled with 42 points. And the Nets dominated offensively, 141 points, and they blow out the Celtics, 141 to 126. Kyrie Irving added 39. James Harden, 23 points, 18 assists, and a partridge in a pear tree for the Nets. So Brooklyn leading by as many as 27 points. They lead the series three games to one, and it's about lights out for the Celtics. That was anticipated once Jalen Brown went down. The Celtics didn't have a good year during the regular season, so there's not much to say about the game itself. All of the focus, which has upstaged those dominating offensive numbers for the Brooklyn Nets, it happened in the moments after the postmortem of game number four. And if you didn't see the game, maybe you missed it here. I'll give you the blow-by-blow. Blow. But a fan at the TD Garden was so incensed, so incensed, that he tossed a bottle of water, a projectile, in the direction of Kyrie Irving. As Kyrie was walking off the court there and heading to the locker room with his teammates. I saw Blake Griffin, some other Nets players. Uh, after game four. Now, the fan's aim was off. He did not connect. He did not make contact with Kyrie, but you can't be throwing water bottles around in the wake of the water bottle toss. 
They, uh, the Nets, uh, Kyrie Irving there, the uh, you know misfire, but he was the target. Uh, the uh, Garden announced that a guest at the Celtics game was arrested by the Boston police for, quote, throwing an object and is subject to a lifetime ban from the arena. So he can take a number at the deli counter. Let us discuss the question. Break it down frame by frame. What do you make? of the latest episode in a player-fan rhubarb. This time, Kyrie Irving and the Celtics and some unknown Boston Celtic fan. So my take here, you've got the Cathedral, Prophecy, and Feather. And we will put all these things together, and we're going to make some baba ganoush is what we're going to make. Now, uh, to lead off or to tip off, because it's basketball, you should never ever throw something at another human being, right? And Unless you're in baseball and you're paid to do it. So that goes without saying, right? You know, keep your hands to yourself. That's assault. And this guy got arrested. It's a knucklehead move. What are you doing? You should also, at the same time, not stomp on the other team's logo as you walk off the court and rub your foot in it, which is exactly what Kyrie Irving did. Now, two wrongs don't make a right, but Kyrie, moments before this Yahoo tossed the water bottle, uh, what happened? Well, Kyrie did go out there, and it was caught on video, and uh, stopping on the iconic Celtics logo there at midcourt. Now, here's the deal. Fan is short for fanatic. To be a fan, you are fanatical. You are a worshiper of a sports team. I'm the same way. We're all, I mean, we're into it. We're addicted. It's an addiction. And it has been said many times that sports is the opium, opium of the masses, right? It's, it's become more than just sports. It's, it's in many ways a religion, right? And when you go into a stadium or an arena, it is a cathedral. And to disrespect the sacred leprechaun logo is seen as blasphemy. Now, don't be naive here. Kyrie Irving knew exactly what he was doing, right? He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew the cameras are always on him. The red light's always on him. He was fully aware that the fans were still mulling about in the arena. And he also knew that he would ignite a reaction. So Kyrie knowing going in, listen, I'm going to rub my foot in that little annoying leprechaun logo as I walk off the court. Uh, And then when the, the water bottle came flying down from the from the uh, the uh, mid-deck section there, uh, he got his desired result. Many will ignore that part of the story. Many will just ignore it altogether, but it's you know, sparking the fuse. Again, two wrongs don't make a right. You shouldn't throw the water bottle, but Kyrie also shouldn't be rubbing his foot in the Celtics logo. Now, further, there are certain factions of the media that love to use the race card. Every aspect of American life is being called racist these days, and it drives ratings. It drives many people nuts at the same time as well, but that's the key to getting ratings. You drive people to a point where their blood is boiling. It is a cottage industry. Now, Kyrie Irving planted the seed last week by implying that you know Boston is racist and all that, so the fan throwing the water bottle at him turns out to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right? You said that this was going to happen, then this happened. In the eyes of those that uh, use race into everything, this validates what Kyrie Irving said last week. Uh, of course, nobody bothers to investigate these things any further. As we have pointed out, Kyrie inciting the Celtic fans by rubbing his foot, stomping on the Leprechaun logo, that gets tossed aside. Now, Irving uh, was calling out the underlying racism. It's one of his quotes after the game. Uh, and you know, what, what that means in this context, that was, you know, some are saying, well, the fan was a white guy. So by default, that makes him a racist. If you're, you know, the race baiters say that. Um, so you know, what evidence do you have? The real problem with such, you know, everything is racist. And this is what I've been harping about for years here behind these microphones. When you say everything is racist, like your hyper-awareness 
it actually minimizes the meaning of the word until people just have it as background noise. And we, we play the racist drop on this show because so many people think you know, everything's racist, you know, and all that. Now, I am in no way defending the tossing of the water bottle. I don't know this guy. I, I, he looked like your typical drunk frat boy fan that we see all the time at these games. He was wearing a retro Kevin Garnett number five jersey. From my experience... Dyed-in-the-wool racist probably would not be wearing that. Probably would not be wearing that. Uh, you know, like, like we said, I mean, this is most likely based on circumstantial evidence, some you know, typical boozed-up frat boy uh, you know, trying to get some social media clout, and now he got what he wanted and then some, right? I mean, that kind of crushes the narrative, you know, the underlying racist and all that. This is a guy trying to get some attention. He said, listen— the, the Sixer fan that poured the popcorn on Russell Westbrook became an instant internet legend. Uh, the, the Nick fan who spit, again, we don't think he hit Trey Young, but he spit, he became uh, uh, someone of, of note. And you can go down the list, right? You can go down the list on this. Uh, and, you know, maybe, maybe it'll turn out this guy's a lunatic. Uh, I imagine over the next 24 hours, likely the next few hours, this guy's going to get doxxed. His name, because he got arrested, his name will be plastered all over social media. His mugshot will be all over the place. If he's got a job, I expect him to, uh, you know, people demand he lose his job. We'll, we'll see if that happens. If the guy doesn't have a job, if he's a student, they'll say he should be kicked out of whatever school he goes to. That is standard doxing 101. That's how that works. Now, my theory was this guy was just, you know, he was he was upset. He had too much to drink. He was a frat boy trying to get some attention. And the Celtics had just been blown out, probably spent a good amount of money on the ticket, and Kyrie stomped on Lucky the Leprechaun. And so this guy reacted in a visceral reaction in the heat of the moment. Now, it's also possible the guy was just you know, completely wasted, didn't even see Kyrie do that, and then just decided, you know what, screw this, I'm pissed off, so I'm going to throw the water bottle. Time will tell. Now, the last thing here, I continue to be blown away by the general over-the-top reaction by the basketball players with these fan run-ins. It's only the opening round of the playoffs, and already it is a mind-blowing type reaction. It really is. Uh, and, and, And sometimes I wonder if I've gone to a different dimension. I wonder if I have traveled to a different dimension. Now, as I have stated, you shouldn't throw things at people, keep your hands to yourself and all that. But having watched sports over the years, I, I don't think it's any different now, right? I don't think, are things that horrible for players in 2021 in the NBA and it's just out of control and there's a bunch of animals in the crowd running around? I, I am shaking my head no. Now, social media does put a spotlight on these things and makes them seem bigger than they are and... Listen, I'm talking about this. I I'm almost I think I've had almost every one of these fan incidents. I might have missed one or two, but we've given them the megaphone, making them bigger than they are. Now, lost in the haze of time, uh, we have had incidents sporadically uh, with fans tossing projectiles at players. We've had players go in the stands and get in fights. The crescendo of that was Ron Artest, the malice at the palace. Years ago in another life, I did some hockey. Uh, well, I didn't do hockey. I actually did uh, the other sports, but I was at NBC when they had the hockey, and Mike Milbury was one of the commentators. And I had the good fortune of spending a night at the hotel bar with Mike Milbury, and he regaled me in stories But he told the story about when he was with the Bruins and they were playing the Rangers at Madison Square Garden around Christmas time. And a bunch of Bruin players went into the crowd at Madison Square Garden. And Mike Milbury telling that story, it was one of the fondest memories that he has in his life. And he was just giving the play-by-play like it had just happened yesterday. And this was many years ago, many, many years ago that this happened. Uh, but they call it a peanut gallery for a reason, right? They call the upper deck the peanut gallery for a reason. That term has its roots in the late 19th century vaudeville. And if you don't know, you can look it up. I'm not making it up, but those cheap seats were known to be the rowdy fans that would throw anything that was conveniently at hand at the performer if they didn't like to perform. The peanut 
was a common snack at the vaudeville shows, right? So, you know, the vaudeville shows, it was easy to throw a peanut, so they fans threw peanuts. They called it the peanut gallery. In the, in the 1960s, I've heard stories well, before my time, but I've heard stories that the Beatles, most famous rock band of all time, the Beatles, were regularly pelted with jelly beans because fans had jelly beans, and they were throwing the jelly beans at Ringo Starr or whoever. Uh, and you know, many years ago, I can tell you a story, and I, I mentioned this in the past, but it bears repeating. So uh, when, I, when I was fortunate enough to be around the Dodgers a lot, and I did some traveling with that team, uh, I recall uh, w- one particular bus ride in particular uh, to, uh, to Shea Stadium from the hotel in Manhattan over to Shea Stadium in Queens. And the conversation was about fans in the bleachers, and it was like a urinating contest where these guys in the back of the bus were telling stories about, oh, yeah, I was at a Yankee, I was playing so-and-so at Yankee Stadium, you know, and this guy threw this, and I was at Fenway, and some some idiot threw, you know, from the pesky pole tossed this out, and I was at Wrigley Field, and the, the bleacher bums were throwing beer cups at me, and Candlestick Park, and, and the vet, and they were going through all of these scenarios, and they were smiling and laughing and the whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, you know, so and these guys, it was, like, it was like a feather in the cap. Right, it was like a feather in the cap. This, this was like machismo. Now we have gone so far away from that where you know it does pay to wallow in victimhood. And everyone is persecuted these days. Uh, how dare you do this, that, and the other thing. And many of the, the players would prefer, I'm convinced, to go back to the Mickey Mouse bubble. To have no fans and just have the cameras there and they can do whatever they want and there's no pushback at all. Because uh, it, it does seem, now it's not all. I mean, there are exceptions, right? Der- Derek Rose of the Knicks called out the soft NBA. But there's a lot of soft serve, a lot of soft serve in the NBA. Players that can't handle the charged up environment. You know, you have people that treat sports like a religion. You give them alcohol for three hours to drink as much as they can possibly drink. And then you're stunned when they throw something down on the court. You know, and Kyrie Irving uh, and Durant and these comments, oh, it's a human zoo. It's not right. We're not zoo animals. You know, calm down. A little overly dramatic in my book. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that? We'll take your phone calls here at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. If you would like to be part, that's at Ben Maller. You can join the festivities. We'll take a bunch of your phone calls here coming up at 877-99 on Fox. I mentioned the small town blues. Conflicting reports about Zion Williamson. Is he content? Is he a happy camper in New Orleans? Now, he was gushing over Madison Square Garden, the mecca of basketball, when the Hornets, or when the Hornets, the Pelicans played there. Uh, not that long ago. But now, now there's other reports saying, no, he's perfectly content in New Orleans. Now, here's the way I look at this. Right now, Zion Williamson is content in New Orleans. But that doesn't mean he's not going to be indoctrinated by agents and advertising people saying, hey, Zion, you got to get to the glitz and the glamour and the razzle-dazzle of the big mark. You got to get to L.A. or New York or even save. How about you go to Chicago and save the Bulls because they've sucked for a long time. So, yeah, right now it's still the honeymoon period in New Orleans. We will see what the, the future holds. But I would not say that he, is, he has figured that out yet. And, you know, he's saying all the right things. You don't admit to wanting out. That's like the first rule. You can't admit to wanting out. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.